relationships nowadays, it should, I would see it more as like a, par a partnership. Even though like, there's a lot of women who like to say it should be 50-50, I don't agree with that. I don't think it should be 50-50. I actually feel like as a man, you need to be a certain position in your life where you can take care of a woman and you yes. can take care of a household. And you yes. Can, yes. And you can, yes. And you can do I'm those things. Also, protect, protect and provide. But one thing I will say is too, is like, if I'm providing for you, best bet I expect you to provide for me in the needs that I feel like it should and be what provided. And what are the needs that men Such as... Hey guys, welcome to season two, episode two of IRL Podcast, the feature episode. Whoop, whoop. It's Rosalind Yale here, and we've got a special guest. Whoa, 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 skipping. I said, <laughs> but you didn't even let me. I said, but. Yeah, but at least let me. Introduce I, excuse me. <laughs> at least. You didn't let even me. let me finish. You didn't even let me finish. Like, I was like, we have a special guest, but Irene, you want to take over? And then this girl goes. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Whatever, do, it's Irene. Do what you must. And we do have a special guest in the building, a longtime friend of mine from yes. back home doing big things. Today. Back in the end, nothing. <laughs> Abdul, Abdulai, how are you? <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you, thank welcome. you, thank you. The IRL podcast, which stands for In Real Life Podcast, and we talk about real life stuff. So this is your mm. amazing, amazing, amazing. amazing. So how you yeah. been? Um, so you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, how y'all you know each other, all that jazz. Yeah, who are you? Who are you? Just tell us who you are. What my, oh, well, Abdina 25 is different, diff, like definitely different to the Abdina I was back in Navin when I was like 18, 19. I feel like now I'm, I'm more of my own man, which is, mm. which is, uh, okay. which is something, but it's difficult though. It's not easy always being your own person and having to kind of rely yourself rely on yourself all the time to kind of do your own things and stuff like obviously mm. you got you got your family and stuff but you know kind of doing my own thing now and pursuing my own goals is I feel like I'm starting to realize and mm. learn like what it is to actually be a man in 2020 so yeah yeah. I have that. I write that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been talking to you for some time and you seem you've grown to have grown a little bit over the years. So shout out to you, Abdeen, on your growth. So do tell us what do you do? Hmm? What oh. do you do? Oh, what do I do? Well, basically, I <laughs> okay, let me just get into it. I play professional football, so yes, yeah. He does. Yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez, that's celebrity on the pod, you know. You actually do. Actually, do. this is early day stuff, right? Don't forget us, you know. We actually had Honestly. you early days. Shout out <laughs> to the rest no, but he's of not even early days anymore. He's doing big things. Anyway, sorry for me interrupting. Go ahead. No, so basically, like I said, like in professional football and it's only like the past two years that football has really like kicked off for me. Like mm -hmm. probably if you remember back when I was in Nav and I was probably like I was playing for like Park Villa and all those home teams and stuff like that. And I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to be a footballer because okay. I had so many friends who like who I felt I was just as good at. But, you know, they had opportunities like, you know, the Irish lads to go to Dublin, to travel consistently to Dublin, all of this yes. stuff to go to trials. I have Nigerian parents, man. They ain't trying to, they weren't trying to, they weren't trying to hear any trials or all of that stuff. And obviously back then as well, I was very deep into, I was very deep 
into my religion per se so mm -hmm. I wasn't I, so when I would have training it would always seem to coincide with when I had to go to mosque to pray and to read yeah. and because even though I went to obviously both for secondary school a lot of people might not know but for three four days out of the week after school I would still go to like mosque to read really yeah. wow it's dedication so, right that's, there. no that is dedication uh, I'm not sure if it was dedication I would if I'm honest, I would say 70% because my dad told me to. Oh, <laughs> 30, yeah. Oh, okay. 30, you still 30, did it. So. Yeah, of course. 30% yeah. also is, I felt like, yeah, I wanted to be closer to God, but I didn't know if, I didn't know which path. Obviously, I'm born in a Muslim family, so of course mm -hmm. you're going to try and be closer to God in that Islamic way. Yeah. But, but growing up now and the age I am, I'm realizing like I'm much more, I want to be closer to God probably in a different way you know because yeah when you're a muslim there's just a certain structure to everything there's a certain yeah. way you have to think about everything and sometimes like in 2020 it's very difficult to live that kind of life mm -hmm. yeah but sometimes you know like with god i know they say you can't always have a give and take relationship it's always like a give and give relationship with god so mm. that's right to like i try to you know pray and appreciate things in my life but for, for me the most important thing is like I just want to be a different person. I want to treat people mm -hmm. right. Like even when I went back home to Ireland around March when the COVID stuff started, like I remember I was going to people I knew when I was younger, apologizing to people I may have offended when I was 16, 17, 18, Wait, 19. you actually, wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Yes. You went back and apologized to everyone? Yeah, I was apologizing really? to, I was apologizing to Jordan, you know Jordan. Yeah. I was apologizing to loads of people. I, w I was like, man, like, and not necessarily I've done anything wrong, but I was like, okay, and bro, like, when I was 16, 17, them times, if I did anything, like, immature, stupid, like... But you weren't, you like, know, the indecent boy around at the time. You, you I don't know, about Irene, let's, let's be honest, though. I feel like back then, I was a bit of a follower. Like, I never had my own vibe. I was okay. always... I was yes. clinging, to, clinging to other people. I wasn't my own man. I would follow everybody like whenever you saw a crowd Abdin was at the back of the crowd following people so for me I feel like that's not obviously you're young but mm. looking back I don't feel like living that kind of life made me develop as a person and as a man so I feel like that's why I made a lot of mistakes in those days I didn't know what I wanted I didn't know where I saw myself in the future so luckily for me now like football has taken off to an extent where like yeah like fin financially the struggles I had before when I was in London it's a, a little bit it's a little bit taken off he's my doing, shoulders he's doing humble but, it's a little mm, bit you know mm, mm. no 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 but Irene like I had tough times in London like serious yeah I can imagine yeah times. London like, she goes yeah can relate yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> London rent man and I had, I had two jobs. I was working two jobs. There was even a time I had three jobs. I was working in Primark, a warehouse. I was working at a nightclub in Shoreditch. And I was working in Sainsbury's in London. No, not London Bridge. It's oh. Oxford. Oxford. I think it was Oxford. How did you have that many jobs? So basically, I would wake up at like 4 a.m., get to work at Sainsbury's for like 5.45. Okay. Then from Sainsbury's... I would so I would do like part-time shifts from Sainsbury's. I start at six, finish at like nine. Yeah. Then from nine, I'd go to my Primark. From Primark, I would work till like three. Okay. Then from Primark, 
from Primark, then I would go to my nightclub job. But first, I would go to football. So football would be around like 7.30 to like 9 o'clock. And I used to train all the way in Harrow. So it's like northwest London. I'm sure you, you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, and then from there, I would, <laughs> yeah, I would get home. And I was living in Walthamstow at the time. So that's like East London. So I would yeah. get home and quickly change. If I had time, I would rest for like a bit, like 20 minutes, chill. Then, I, then yeah, I'd go. And the, lucky for me, Walthamstow was not far from Shoreditch, where the nightclub was. So, so I would I would get a bus, one bus straight down, and then I would be in the nightclub from like 11.30 to like 4 or 5 a.m. So my sleeping hours, my whole life was mad. And this was a period, like two, three, four years, where I, did, I wasn't really talking to anybody from back home, like from nobody. Like I was just in my own zone. Like literally the first time I came back to Ireland, everyone thought like they'd seen a ghost. Like they were like, damn like this and that but I just felt like it's something I needed to do to kind of mature and take responsibility because my whole life I felt like I was kind of putting my life in other people's hands so yeah that can happen I felt the same at some point in my life too yeah but I was going to ask you because you you were saying before you went off um talking about like uh, London and stuff you were talking about how um right now the financial strains is a little bit off you so does that mean like well, what's, what's been the journey in terms of, like, your career? Like, you worked, as you were working all those jobs because you were, like, doing football in London, and then... Yeah. So, from the, London, I went I went on a couple of trials. So, I was playing semi-professional at the time. So, obviously, you're getting some money, like, a couple hundred. Okay. And then, you know, um, then you'd be working. And then, at the time, I didn't have an agent, but there were people, like, I would train with. So, okay. I would train with this Jamaican coach. His name is Errol. And this was in South London, like uh, Lambeth area. So yeah. I'll be training with him like three or four times in the week. Then I would train with my team I was with. And he was trying to set up trials for me abroad and stuff like that. So, yeah, at the time I was just working, training, grinding. And I was 21, 22 at the time. So every time people are telling you, oh, abs, man, it's getting late, man. You're not getting any younger. If you're going to do this for oh more, my God, yeah. Oh, that's brutal. That time, that's brutal. Know? No, but because yeah. that's just, the mentality people have is that you do football when you're 16. If you don't start, yeah, football, you're to forget it. Yeah, no, no, but I feel it. like in general, people just tie age yeah, to, to everything. everything. So you're constantly like feel like you're against it against the clock for everything, no matter yeah. what. You're like, oh my god, I'm this age now. I, I need to have done this. I need to have done that. And yeah. it, it, like it's really like. Um, is it demoralizing sometimes? It is, you kind yeah. of feel like, yeah. oh, oh, it's too late. Yeah, so it's a good thing that that didn't impact you, and yeah. you still kept going. Or, or did you yeah, have well, moments where you felt like, I want to quit, I want to be done with this? Well, I feel the biggest moment where I wanted to quit is when I got a trial in Turkey, mm. and this was a team in Ukraine. So basically, they had come to Turkey to do like their mid their mid season like training camp to get ready for the second part of the season. So luckily, yeah. I had a guy that managed to get me that opportunity. And from playing like semi-professional, now this I was going to a team that was fully professional, like money crazy, lifestyle crazy, take on a different platform, you know, like, and I was like, man, I've really worked hard these past couple of months. So I need to make sure when I get there, I'm doing all I can. And luckily for me, I'm, I wouldn't say it's luck, but, you know, obviously I was blessed also, but I managed to put in the best performance that I could. Mm-hmm. And within like a week of being there, the club wanted to sign me. And it's funny, like all the emotions of growing up in Ireland, yeah, going to London, 
all the hard work. You probably broke down like a baby. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like it was great feeling. But mm. the sad thing is, at the time, like I said, now when I told you before that I have a good, good agent now, at that time, I thought I had a good agent. Mm. And so basically, oh, I get that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are relating so much right now. I'm just hearing your stories, and it's so similar. Go on, go on. Yeah. So basically, I had an agent that, um, like, he definitely saw the talent in me, but he's someone that he wasn't looking in what he could invest in me and make my career better. He was looking at what can abs do for me. Uh, so basically, wrong people. Was you know, he told the club that I want this amount of money. I'm his agent. You need to pay me this and. Imagine coming from nowhere and the club is giving you an opportunity. They already feel like they're doing you a favor. They already feel mm-hmm. like, Abs, you come from nowhere. Like, you need to take this opportunity because it's going to change your career, you know. <sighs> and But this agent was just going on about, give me this, give me that. And I, I remember sitting there with the agent and the club and the managers. From having a great relationship with the managers, then all of a sudden, Aww. this agent just ruined everything. And I remember <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, I remember I called her and I literally was just crying on the phone. Oh, bless. <laughs> it was crazy. I was just like crying on the phone like for so long because I was thinking like, man, I was like, I'm 22. Will I ever get this opportunity again? Like, God, why did these things happen to me? Yeah. Am I not, am I, like, are there things I've done in the past that's catching up with me that I don't know about? stuff like that so many things were going on in my head man yeah. like mm. it was really it was really hard because sometimes you know when you're when you're young my dad always used to tell me abs man you know sometimes you're working hard you're working hard for stuff but you know whatever you do back then man it might it might follow you and then mm. I, that's and then when I, I remember calling my mom and my mom was like you know like everything happens for a reason but at that time I wasn't trying to hear it you know <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> yeah I wasn't I wasn't trying to hear all of that. So, unfortunately, I had to come back to London after the trial. Oh, where and was then, the trial? It was in Turkey. Oh. It was in Antalya. You had to come all the way back and, like, yeah. start again. <laughs> Came back to London, doing the whole work, football work kind of thing. Oh. Imagine, I, after getting a taste of, of that. Yeah, and like, it was like, oh, back to this again. Like, yeah. oh. True, it's true. It's crazy because... <laughs> Like, for so long, I liked London. Like, when you first leave Ireland, London is so great. Yeah. But having going to another country and experience something different, I didn't want to come back. So, mm. but then, luckily for me, I met this agent. His name is Philip. He's a Nigerian, but he's been in London, like, based for a long time. And he's someone that really, he tries to help players. And when he sees a talented players, he tries to push them to a higher level. So, yeah. Philip, luckily for me, training with him for maybe about three to four months, I managed to get an opportunity to go to Norway wow. so then you're like well traveled now like you've been about <laughs> yeah I've been to a lot of countries on trial man yeah man mm. crazy but yeah so I went to Norway and when I was in Norway like things were good because you know when when people like respect what you do for them and people like appreciate what you can do and they kind of treat you in that way so yeah. for example when I was in Norway like they were treating me so good. Like, I felt like I was the main guy on the team. I was doing well, scoring goals. I felt like, my, and I just turned 24. So I felt like, okay, now Abs is, is leading up to your mid-20s now. This is when you really want to start taking off. So 
things were going well. I had a good season. Even though at the start of the season, I was injured for the first four games. But throughout the rest of the season, I had a good season, you know, scoring mm. goals, doing my thing. So then from Norway, you know, I went to Spain. I was in Marbella and I was going to join a team Jeez. there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Marbella. Yeah, yeah. That place is lit. I can't lie. That place is lit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine. Have you been to Marbella? No, it's on my list. Pending, pending. Don't worry. We can make, on my we list make it a thing. <laughs> we we can move. make it a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so for Marbella, then coronavirus happened. So I wasn't able to sign with that team. So I had to come back to Ireland. And then when I went back to Ireland, I was just training on my ones. Mm. I don't know if you ever saw any of my videos where I'd just be I training on some big fields and I'd just be by myself. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're by yourself doing your own thing, it's like you're in this, you're in this uh, moment of solace where everything yeah. seems right. Yeah. You know, so luckily for me, from there, I was able to come to Malta in, this was a, around mid-September. I was training up until my agent, Philip, uh, got me this opportunity in Malta. And yeah, so I've been in Malta now since, from, I think, the 16th or the 17th of September. So. Wow. Now, how amazing is Malta? Absolutely it's love lit. Malta. It's I just, lit. my favorite place ever. Nice, it's a nice, it's definitely like, and where I'm living now, like, it's a place called Slima. And <gasps> yes, I know Slima. Yeah, Love it, it has all, it has all the spots, like, it has all the spots, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty lit. When you see all the spots, what do you mean? Like, everything you need, like, like Irene, like, obviously, COVID has put things on a damper, but Irene, okay. like, it has everything. There's, <laughs> this, place, there's this place called Parshavo, like, it has. And that's just down the road for me. It's almost like this club put me in the most urbanized place ever. <laughs> like there's there's clubs, there's restaurants, there's bars, there's beaches. Like sometimes I'm going jogging around, you know, on the beach and stuff like that. It's just really nice views. Like when you step out of your apartment building, so it's really. But like you really like never lost focus at any point. You just kept going the entire time. Like, oh, you know, of course, of course, I've lost focus. Like. No, but, it's like, kind of, you're here, you're where you are because you didn't stop. Like, any setback you've had, you kept going. COVID didn't matter. You kept going. Somebody didn't... You you had a shit agent, so you didn't get signed. It doesn't matter. You kept going. You kept going. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you, you are where you are. Like, a lot of people give up completely because it's... Especially when you have those people in your ear, like you said before, you're getting too old. What are you still doing? Go get a real yeah. job. People always say that stuff, and it's like, I, this is what I want to do. So, I know... What, you, do you know how powerful it is to know what you want to do with your life? Because yeah, then you can chase it really hard. People are but, so, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You know, today's today's message, courtesy of Abdeen Abdal, is literally: you fall down, you dust yourself up, and you and you keep going back up again, and you keep going. And if you That's know what you want to do, yeah. like, just keep going. Because why settle just because it gets you money, you can get this job, and maybe mm, get mm. this babe and get her pregnant? Whoa! When you can chase your career, <laughs> then you'll be happier. Because you be making the money doing what the hell you want to do. Yeah, but you know, Irene, sometimes one thing I've learned too is like, as, as great as football is, and as great as the life it can provide you once you reach those high levels, mm-hmm. football is a short career. Like, Max, you're playing 10 to 15 years. And after yeah. that, what are you going to do? So there's some players who are lucky enough to get jobs on TV, like you see. Yeah, and then there's yeah, some players yeah. who, who want to be coaches. And if you're a good coach, yeah, you can make money. And then there's some players that maybe they never invested their money right they never you know did things the right way and being a Nigerian you know we always have so many history of Nigerian players who made big money and today they're in Nigeria broke yeah so, squander it all squander it all so for me like 
one thing I've really learned too is like being self-sufficient, managing my money right, all of that kind of stuff is also important too because, you know, like on a personal note, like as you know already, like my dad is a Dublin bus driver. Mm -hmm. So that's not what my dad wanted to do with like. So yeah, like obviously there's certain things that your dad won't tell you, but I'm old enough to know, okay, this guy did not want to be a bus driver. As great as, don't get me wrong, compared to like London bus, Dublin bus drivers get decent money, but let's be honest, my dad didn't grow up in Nigeria sacrificing to come to mm. Ireland. I want to drive Dublin bus. Yeah. You know? yeah you know, so for yeah. me, I realized, okay, my dad had goals and ambitions that he really could have done, but for some reason or the other, he didn't believe in himself to kind of do it. So yeah. for me, one thing I know is no matter what people tell me or abs, it's going to be difficult. You never make it or I'm better than you or this and that. I'm always going to give 100% because I know for me, I'm trying to aim to a situation that when I have kids and I have a family that, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like the respect your kids will give you knowing that, you know, my dad had a passion and he drove for it and he worked for it. So then there's no reason why I can't do that too. Yeah, and uh, and that's one thing I was missing growing up. I never felt like I had that example of yeah. someone you know who really chased and chased his dreams too. Mm. So, yeah, so well, I, had to, I, I I needed to have mentors and meet people. Yeah. Who I know what you mean. Let me. Well, let me I guess they. I just want to pick you guys' brain quickly on something. Yeah. Technically, everybody in the world can't follow their dream because like. But- facts like no but the truth is that's just like it's the truth so can we really although we can't knock we can't like of course you would want your father to have been that example for you but can you really knock him because he provided i don't know i mean like you can't knock you can't knock anyone because like as long as they they provide they provide because not everybody can and some people have that fear to not and some people don't have that fear and some people are content however with all the people in the world and all the wealth there is to acquire and, and goals there yeah. is to achieve, everybody can't achieve everything they want. No, but if I'm honest though, like, like, despite my dad not necessarily, like, I just felt like, you know, coming to Europe, there is opportunities. I feel like we live in a time, and it's not only 2020, we've been living in times where there's, there is opportunities. I'm not saying that my dad necessarily... Uh, couldn't have done it or mm. he just necessarily just decided not to do it. I think there's instances where he felt like okay I can do this but will it be a detriment to my family exactly even, so I kind of to be honest I respect my dad for that side mm, mm, mm. so it's like it's almost like 50-50 I feel like okay dad you could have done this because I feel like you're an intelligent person you had a lot of gifts a lot of skills because I don't care what anyone says I feel mm. like we all have gifts we all have skills that we can cultivate to do something productive you know so That's I feel true. like I feel like if my dad being a bus driver and being the best dad he can be because I'm not necessarily like I don't know my dad's dad really well because he died I think before I was born or maybe a couple of months after I was born so I don't know what his, his kind of dad was an example of to him mm. different time in the 70s in Nigeria so I can't I can't compare but what I will say is like with my with my dad, like I do res- there's certain things he definitely has taught me because I feel like the way my dad is, it's kind of helped me being able to live in other countries and being focused. Because my dad is a very focused person. Mm. So I definitely take those attributes from him. But one thing about my mom is my mom is a go-getter. 
So mm-hmm. I, I definitely take that attributes from her. Like my mom came from Nigeria. She didn't really have any qualifications. She wasn't the most educated. She wasn't really good in school, but she managed to get qualifications in a social care work. Mm-hmm. And she went through the stages of, you know, in her profession. And now like, so there's times where she's like a manager, you know, for social mm-hmm. care services and stuff like that. So for me, I have that, I have that great respect to be honest in both my parents but for different things yeah see what I wanted to add to that is that I think the thing with our parents when they come from you know back yeah. home and everything and then settling here yeah there's a lot of sacrifices that they have to make but, and yeah. despite the fact that there may be opportunities here and everything yeah. it's one of those things where they it's almost like they had to think ahead and think mm-hmm. if I get this and if I do this, would I be able to, you know, afford this or would I be able to maintain this kind of lifestyle? Like they kind mm-hmm. of, it's almost like a, it's either this or that. And you, they constantly mm-hmm. had to weigh options perhaps mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, if, if they got a certain, this kind of job that's easier to get that, that could, you know, put food on the table, you know, as often as possible, or should they go, go for what they wanted career wise? Yeah. And then, you know, struggling and then trying to rise and rise and rise to get to the point where, you know, there are certain points in the, their career, which means that, you know, maybe the family could have suffered. Who knows? But you know what's annoying me about what you're saying, yeah, is that they they are human beings, right? So they had goals that they wanted to achieve, yeah. possibly. And yeah. they just didn't because obviously, like she said, sacrifices they made to make yeah. sure that we're okay. Yeah. But... Then they don't support us when we want to do anything. No, but like you have dreams and you want you want your you I came agree. here to provide a better life for me to be able to chase it. And then when I'm trying to, mm. why do you want to do that? Why don't you want to just yeah. do this? You guess doctor, yeah. accountant, yeah. engineer. Why I do, guess why don't you want to do a stable job? I, I'm not looking for stability, I'm looking for happiness. Uh, yeah, why, unfortunately, why unfortunately, because they now have that mindset where they're a bit like, oh, this is stable, this is what is gonna help. And they're also thinking. From what from what they think they know about certain jobs, this yeah. will earn you certain money. This, this is not, so you wouldn't have to struggle like they had to struggle. So they're probably thinking, "Oh, you want footballer? You want acting? You want singer? Like, uh, that's 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 a risky thing." But, yeah, but if, doctors, if lawyers, risk, they make a lot but if of you money. Take the risk and you get up there, you can make a lot of money. Support, uh, support. Exactly, but I guess because of because of why what sacrifice for your kids to have to sacrifice their happiness? Why not sacrifice so they can chase anything? Is not the goal? Is not what we want for our kids? Girl, that's look, I, let, but we have to be realistic too Irene I feel like I get everything you're saying but one thing I will defend certain parents on is like I feel like yeah it is important to su- uh, support your children in things that they want but sometimes mm-hmm. as kids we do make bad decisions when we're young so sometimes a parent I feel like, like I feel like a parent should say that okay you can you, I feel like one thing a parent should always say is you can achieve this there's not like there's no reason why you can't achieve this but also know to instill that you know like know how we know that okay if things go wrong that you know don't give up us like what i agree with you though is a lot of african parents sometimes and won't always be african parents but different parents from all over the world might be the yeah. same like for mm-hmm. example um you know oh you can't do this because there's this so 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 risk barely anybody can a lot of people don't always make this whereas if you go to uni like a lot of my friends do they got their level sevens, their level eights. They, they're working in Intel, making less than two grand a month. But over time, you know, that money will appreciate. And, you know, maybe they can put down a, a mortgage on a house. 
have a family and and live the same life that everybody lives yeah, yeah, like what? not to mean that it's sad, so because I'm the advocate for like of some course, people are very content and happy. You, you still and respect people's work. Yeah, you still have to respect people for their hustle, whatever their hustle yeah. is. However, and like whatsoever, like we should be pushing for people to try and achieve what they want to achieve. Like, you know how you said mistakes, right? We're gonna make mistakes regardless, but it should yeah. be the support. And I and I understand like African parents or parents in general might have the mentality that go to school first, have that as a backup, and then chase. But I think you can go to school at any age. So why not push them to chase and have school as a backup? Facts. Like, like on this ace. And then if you it know, doesn't work out, you can go to school. Because you know an argument there. I used to have with my mom when I was younger. She, you know, she if she saw like child actors, she'd be like, "Oh, I hope they're going to school." And I'm like, "Why? They're already Why? doing what they want to do. They're doing what they want to do. Like, they're listen, successful. Oh, see, so at 18, you graduate <laughs> from high school, you're ready to like go out into the world, go chase yeah. your dream, right? And then at 24, your dream hasn't achieved yet. You can still go to school at 24. You can you do know? a four year degree and be 28 and done, and go and work in that company. Well, What's the difference between doing it at 28 or doing it at 24? I think huh? I think the thing is, growing up, that just wasn't how things were done for them. Yeah, so right. they still have that mindset where they're like, oh, where obviously we, we're open to all this. We're able to see all this. But this is the way things can be done. No, but I've seen parents who do, because the reason I've seen parents, even in the past, because we're always giving them, they're like, oh, it's not the way things were. No, because there's a lot of parents, and I'm tired of giving excuse for our parents. There is a lot of parents that choose happiness for their kids first. And happiness is anything you want to do. So whatever it is you want to do, you want to be a garbage man, you be the But at the end of the day, it's not every parent. As long as it makes you happy. It's just like, we can talk about this because that's how our parents are like. We can talk mean? about this because that's how our parents are like. What but do you mean? What do you mean? Our parents parents, are, uh, my parents didn't care a, about my happiness. They just care about my stability. They wanted me to be. That's safe. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That we're able to talk about this because that's what we know. Our parents care about our stability, and there are also people who ha- have parents who did care about the happiness. So it's it's one of those things where it's just like growing up. It depends on what they know and what they're open to. Yeah, and but I that's what I'm like saying. Don't give them of oh, it's the way the times work because it's not. If you if you care about your child's happiness, it doesn't matter what time it is. Because I've seen people same age as me, their parents cared about their happiness and now they're doing things that they want to do that made them happy. No, the other people I, might yeah, be like, yeah, but oh, it's all about that's what I'm trying to say. It's happy. all about mentality. Yeah, it is the mentality. That's what I'm saying. Don't give them the excuse. Of, oh, it's how the time. Irene, Irene, no excuse. I feel like be, like I'm not I'm nowhere near obviously close to probably being a parent. Who knows in the future maybe, but like being a parent is. You getting up there in age, so <laughs> <laughs> it might be time to find a mate. Uh, I don't, if it comes, it comes. Man. But uh, who knows? Because like being a parent is complex. Like you're saying, you want your kids to be happy, mm-hmm. but you need to find a balance between wanting your kids to be happy and wanting your kids to attain things that are logical. I feel like as a parent, it's your job mm-hmm. to think in logic. And sometimes as kids, yeah, we might think in logic. But as a parent, you know, there'll be times where your kids might not think logically. And I'm not saying it's necessarily about their career or their goals. Just about certain things they want to do. And you know, logically, this does not make sense. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes one thing I've realized is there's certain decisions that fall on parents to make for their children Mm -hmm. that their children should not be making for themselves. And that's just the fact of being a parent. Okay. You know what? There's one thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. Irene, you're talking about, oh, some parents want happiness for their kids. But I feel like all parents were happiness. But what you need to remember is that some parents already mm. know, maybe from their childhood or whatever, mm. that they probably wanted certain things, but they knew the heartbreak of the things that they weren't able to attain. Doesn't mean and your it's not, can't do and it. it's, yeah, no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that. 
but they're thinking is it better for me to try to protect them and, and push them in in the in the in the way of you know stability and something that they could they could they could be happy but also mm. financially stable and everything or mm. watch them go through all this heartbreak and then maybe it'll work out and then maybe it won't like it doesn't mean they don't like to them they're thinking that oh, it doesn't mean i don't i don't believe in them but what if it doesn't and then what do they have left to to fall back on do you get me okay that's what i'm trying so to say it's something. not necessarily i get it i get what you mean yes we should care about how our kids are or whatever but i'm saying choose happiness because we're all going to come here we're all going to die we know that that's something that's factual yeah, that's, yeah. so if we're going to come here why live a life that's like oh just so i can live a life regularly okay like the likelihood is my child is probably not going to be homeless because I'm letting them be happy and to do whatever they want. Yeah. I'm going to nurture them in things that they can do from young and early. Because really and truly, mm. my kids may be good at things and they don't notice and they may love it. Yeah. You know, nurture yeah. it, nurture it, right? And like I said before, if my child finishes school and it's like, mom, I want to do this, try this, they might feel heavy. They might put me in basically with like, I have put so much money to something that may not have worked out, but they tried it. So that yeah, yeah. my age of, I went to university and now I'm 25 thinking, what the fuck is next? And my, ment my mental state is madness because I'm putting so much pressure on myself. I need to do something. I need to do something. Because I've wasted all those years in uni, to be honest. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. not, not knowing what I wanted to do. I was just there, 18-year-old, just reading because reading was what everyone was doing. <laughs> no, it's true. I finished reading. I get this degree. Now I have a job that has nothing to do with what I studied. And I have no fucking clue what's next. Whereas Honestly, if no, the 18-year-old kid... Figure the fuck out. If at 25 now, I know I want to go to uni, I would focus. Because I know that's what I want yeah, to do. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I think I it just, it irks me first. because it's like, even for me, with like when, when, you know, growing up and going to uni and everything, I was like, oh, I want to study this. I want to do, you know, acting, do all this, this and that. This yeah. is what happened. And then they're like, oh no, you should get a backup degree kind of thing. Like, it's just in case. And now it's, and now what kind of irks me is the fact that like, they'll be ringing me going like oh so have you done any additions oh what are you doing now this is not oh you're not doing enough you well, know you need to like push this and it's like where were you why were you not doing this when i needed it exactly you know back when i could have gone to to, to drama school i could have done all this and maybe it would open me up to other opportunities that i didn't get to do but instead i went off studied journalism that i did not even like one bit don't even want to do unless i do tv presenting or whatever don't even yeah, want but, to do anything to do with it yeah. and while I was at uni, I was still trying to find a way to, you know, break into industry and to do this and to yeah. do that. I'm trying to figure all, all that out and, you know, trying to take other courses outside of outside of what I've studied in uni, mm -hmm. you know. And now I'm getting calls going like, oh, you know, hey, so what have you done lately? Are you doing anything? Where can, like, what, you, you know, what are you doing? Is your agent that good, though? Because I haven't, you, you haven't said that. And I'm like, well, I'm trying my best now, yeah. If I was young, when I was younger and I wanted to do this, it would have been a bit easier i would have had a bit more of an insight but now i'm just winging it you know yeah. just winging yeah, but it Rosalind, you know um I, I i do agree with you but i feel like with a lot of parents if we sometimes if we beat ourselves up about the decisions our parents made why they didn't support us at this time and you just you just end up going on and on like i've had discussions with my mom about oh mom when i was 15 why didn't you take me to these football trials and camps in Dublin when all my friends were developing as players and mm -hmm. I was just at home doing nothing. And she's like, because at the time, we just we just believed this was the way forward for you. We felt that this was what we had to make sure that you succeed. And as much as, you know, you, I stopped wishing that my parents would be like other people's parents because I don't know what other people's <laughs> parents are actually doing in their house. So for me, my parents are the way they are and 
I've just come to the realization, whatever my dad or my mom, certain things that I felt like they didn't provide for me. Okay, I'm learning from that. So I hopefully that when I have my own kids, I'm going to try and provide that same thing. Mm. But one thing that is important to me is also finding that balance in my life. Because if I can find a balance in my life now, that means when I become a parent, I will be able to find that balance with my kids. Because I feel like with my children, as a parent, you just can't always let your children tell you, dad, mom, I just want to be happy. No, life doesn't work like that. It's just, it's following a path, but happiness is- That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of people who follow a path that, not that I really believe in stats or whatever it is, but statistically will show that will lead you really nowhere soon. And then there's some people who just have a passion for something. And whether it's a side hustle, while they're doing a main job, whatever it is, I feel like it is very important. How how I see it, yeah, how I see it is, it doesn't cost them anything to yeah. i mean actually it might you know what i'm saying is if your child like like naturally we i think I, irene and i already discussed this that we're definitely going to learn from the mistakes our parents made or yeah. whatever we feel might have been the mistakes or whatever but naturally all that you would expect is even if you don't agree with what that child wants at least yeah. sit them down and try to talk like talk to, through the plan th- talk through what you what they think they want to do and how they yeah, want to yeah. do it and like you know like even if it just means like if you want to be a singer or whatever it is and you're a bit like mm, okay <laughs> good luck <laughs> like every other kid you know put them in the choir put them take them to all these wee little things and see how things put them in wee competition just all that kind Ooh. of stuff while Ooh, they're yeah. growing while they're doing so then that way you can you're still helping them, but you could also get what you want as you go. Just at least have a feel of it. So that child is happy and that child doesn't feel like, oh, I wanted this and I never got it. Yeah. And and at least that way, you know, they've they've had a tester, they know what the yeah. process is, and then they can figure it out as they as, as they go along. And like it's But yeah, what a I lot just, of parents, but what a lot of parents too, their mistakes might be is I feel like in the olden days. And in their times, their mentality was, I'm your parent. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to be your bestie. I'm not here to be sitting down with you and be smiling like you do with your friends outside. When I tell you to do something and I, and I set a path for you, I expect you to follow. That was their mindset. Um, I feel like of today, the mindset is, okay, yeah, we yeah. need, because so many kids, so many people are growing up are making millions making money and things you never thought were possible because yeah. of the internet age the social media age yeah. and look I, I, sometimes i flip through social media if you ask me do abs do you agree with everything how people make money on social media not necessarily would i necessarily want this from my son or my daughter not necessarily but i can see that okay in this era there's just so many things that are lucrative yeah so mm. you need to you just need to find whatever works for you as a parent but also be there to support your kids because whether you like it or not your kids are always going to come to you one day with something they want to do that you do not agree with yeah are you you gonna are you gonna turn them away and make it make them feel like nobody values them or value the decisions they make or Mm. are you like like you said rosalind try to sit down with them and and try and go through their ideas go through their plans because sometimes if if you can make your kid see that they're planning and what they want to do is not effective 
in a way, you're actually still supporting them to realize, okay, this might not work. Instead of just shutting it down. Yeah, they're coming to that conclusion. can't do it, exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, despite me saying all this, though, one thing I will rate my parents for is that yeah. even though I felt like, y'all made a big mistake with me because, damn. But... Uh, with the like my younger siblings and everything i am noticing that they are trying to do certain things they're trying to put them in you know they know some weird things we well, think about the them girl? well technically well my sister's in the states but technically yeah. yeah so i'm noticing that obviously now they're like oh yeah you know he's good at this so he can do you know music and he can do yeah, drama yeah. and he can do so they're trying to put them into these things and competition to actually like push them further but just, just for them to realize yeah. exactly which, I, which, I'm, which I appreciate that okay I'm here Irene with the question right yeah so basically you guys have career paths that you know you want to do Rosie and acting and you yeah. in professional football so obviously we talked about a lot about the support of our parents yeah. but what about supportive partners like what is it like dating in terms of like having oh. that path, right so were your partners like completely supportive? Did you feel like you, you, you lacked there? Is it hard to date when you have such like a straight mind focus on what you want to do? Yeah, I think it. <laughs> I think it was it was for me because there was a period where, um, obviously, you know that that honeymoon phase you get with your girl and everything. <laughs> Look great, at his eyes. Know. He's like, I'm reminiscing. <laughs> everything is great and things are like going well, and then you realize, okay, wow, like you know, um, like, Abdeen, you're not really being about your purpose. You're not really, you're not really being about the things that you need to focus on in your life. And, you know, you know the way sometimes people like to say women will always be there. I don't necessarily agree with that statement. I know everyone can be replaced. Exactly. I don't, because I feel like, yeah, you can say women will always be there, but that one girl for you might not always be there. Mm, Exactly. Not everyone can be replaced. For me, I feel like, it was tough because there are times when I'm focused on my football and I'm at a trial in a different country and I'm getting calls of, oh, you're not here. It's difficult for me. Oh, why are you not calling me? And I'm like, yeah, because obviously I'm training, I'm doing this. And I felt like, don't get me wrong. I'm a very cultural kind of guy. I want my woman to, you know, want her man and respect her man and stuff like that. But I also appreciate and I value women that's very independent and has her own grind and has her own thing, you know. I just feel like sometimes we didn't have that balance at that right time. Like, she would probably even tell you today, like, she was very dependent on me, whereas she was dependent on me, but I was dependent on my career. So I was I was career-driven, and as much as I did... I did care about her and I had so much love for her. There was no way in hell that all the sacrifices I made in my life to get to this point of football, that I was going to sacrifice and, you know, mess up for a woman that I love. But I don't know if I'm going to marry this woman, if I'm going to be with this woman for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like relationships sometimes, and when you're about your purpose, I just feel like, for me, definitely... As a man, I don't know how the dynamics is and how women think about it, but as a man, I just feel like it's better, always better for me to be about my purpose, to be about the things that I want to do. But also, finding it is important to find that right balance because sometimes you don't want to lose sight of the important person because sometimes, I really never know, you could be walking down the street, you're always in your... These people nowadays always on their phone, always in their own mind thinking about something. Maybe you miss out on the person that, okay, that was, that was an opportunity 
that was set for you to be with that person, but okay, it didn't work. And then maybe there's another opportunity with another person because I don't necessarily believe in, okay, one soulmate at this moment is good, should be your soulmate forever. Okay. You can feel like someone is your soulmate at time, but if it doesn't work out, are you still going to keep feeling like that? You're yeah. going to keep, you're going to be thinking, okay, okay, maybe I'll find someone else. So that's why I don't like to use that. I don't like to use the word sometimes love and soulmates too much. For me, I just feel like a relationship is more about, you know, like respect and willing to sacrifice certain things for that individual. And that's when I know that I really love someone. Like if I'm sacrificing this thing I've worked on my whole life because I value your companionship and I value you as a person, you best know that I love and I and I care about you. But mm -hmm. I just I just don't like to tell women all the time I love you. I love you. I don't feel like love is just a nice word. It's a cute word. It's a pretty word. But I, mean, I feel like action, when you see the person's actions and you see that, wow, this is someone that like, if my life was on the line, they might go in front of that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's what it is for me. So I feel like those were the, just the tough times for me in my previous relationship with quote, being dependent and, you know, trying to find the balance. Yeah, you know, now I'm single, so I don't worry about these things as much. So. I'm gonna come back to you on some more questions, Abzine, but I want to hear from you, Rosie. Tell me, yeah. like, what is it like dating as an actress? I feel like I'm an actress. No, as an actress, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to know in front of me. I've got bare Not questions. Serious. Okay, yeah. go on, Rosie. No, because like I feel like for me personally, because anyway, like obviously I was in a long-term relationship and it was. It was supportive. I felt like it was definitely supportive and he was, but then it got to a point where I I noticed that I was getting really busy and I was keeping okay. late nights because I often had loads of events in the yeah. evenings and then I would had night shoots and sometimes overnight shoots, things like that. So it was like there's time when like, I was just so booked up and busy yeah. mm -hmm. that it was, I, I could feel the strain where he yeah. kind of like obviously felt a bit, um, Left what's the word? Yeah. And it was just one of those things where, and then I, and then I tried to like, kind of like catch it again and, you know, make sure that, you, so that he doesn't feel neglected or whatever. And, you know, the, like there are tough times when it gets to those points, but I feel like it's really important to have someone who understands that it can get like that. You will have extremely lax periods and then extremely hectic um, periods as well. So yeah. it's one of those things where, um, and then like dating afterwards, it's, it's just one, it's once again, one of those things where you, you really need someone who understands how you work. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's, it's, if, if you're dating someone else in the industry, I guess it's, you feel like, oh, it might be a bit easier because they, they understand. But then at the same time, it just means that you end up getting busy. They end up getting busy and, well, Hey, like people make it work. It's not, it's not like it's a big deal, mm -hmm. but I kind of try not to, because I just, I want someone who understands like what I'm doing, but not necessarily also doing it. Like they can be doing their own thing as well. Because... Okay, so now I have a question for both you and Abdeen. Yeah, you're not serious. So, no, but I'm very serious about. Now this. I, I have a question for Rosie after Irene asks okay, this question. Cool. He, wow. he has a question for you after me, but my question is for both of you: is yeah. that when you are really in the like the mind of chasing that career, like you are doing things, you're booked up, you're busy because you're like chasing it. Is it easier for your needs because we're all human to just date casually 
or have a like a strong person like a real serious partner behind you what's what makes it better or easier honestly in my sorry i'll let you go i'd say even being single because like no no because it's amazing having someone you know backing you and everything that's great but then sometimes i feel like an option casual or serious Mm. okay do you know (laughs) do you know what Having having a serious partner who understands is probably really good when you're better than well, I would, casual partners just to like have someone there to kind of kill it, fulfill your needs, but like nobody to stick around so you don't have to. Yeah, because what why I was gonna say sing, single is just because like sometimes when I'm so busy, caught up doing this book booked and busy, you don't and you're single, you don't have to be thinking about someone else, thinking, oh no, I'm I'm saying like time. if you're actively I'm just dating, going, it'll be better to date casually if you're serious rather than serious because yeah i feel like for me i'm at this level yeah probably just like probably just casual okay what about you what's yeah i want to for me though like as much as i do agree with rosalind i just feel like man (laughs) the way i think right now you can't do casual stuff i couldn't i couldn't accept that if i was on the if i was for example rosalind if i was a guy and you viewed me in a casual way you oh wait, 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 wait! When you say casual, I thought you meant like just like random dates with random people. I yeah, random dates with random people. people. It doesn't okay, have to so be not one. Yeah, it's just, so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a no. I'm, you're not taking anyone serious. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So obviously, cool. not, like you, like uh, obviously, a girl will tell you that okay, I'm dating other people. You know, some people might you know lie and say, well, I'm dating other people too, just to make themselves feel better yeah. about the situation. But for me, yeah. I just feel like I'm on just on this whole alpha male mentality fam i ain't trying to be no persons you know seventh guy sixth guy fifth guy for me like if you don't want me you don't want me so you can chill with those four or five guys but i don't think it's a bad thing on the girl you know she's just not ready yet for anything serious because she's so focused on her grind but i don't feel like i just feel like there's certain things that there's certain things this is my personal opinion i just feel like there's certain things a man should not like adhere to like what i just feel like i, I just feel like personally a real man doesn't like because i've made that mistake before a real man doesn't stay around and wait around for 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 a female to eventually you know show like reciprocate the love that you've been showing her stuff like that Whoa, excuse me. if you're casually if you're no. casually dating if you're casually hold, hold, so hold up hold up so what alpha male try to make himself the number one because you're an alpha male i got it I that's got what i'm it. saying that i agree i feel like he should try and make this self uh-huh. so what's all this but I feel like nonsense. casual dating is just another word for like let's just <laughs> let's just casual- see what it is like you're not on you're not you I just see you as fun. You're a friend, but with benefits. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, it's mutual. because like, so it's you don't, mutual. You exactly. can't do anything casual. You are not for casual like dating at all. You need casual. Because then it means that you're picking and choosing when and where. Like it's it's not it's not a thing. You're just doing like okay, a little bit here, and if I don't want it for a bit, then fine. Then back again. Simple. It's not like there's no feelings. It's just a casual. Yeah, so if you're in the heat of your like trying to get your career off the ground, you you need a girlfriend every time you break up girlfriend. I don't think you need a girlfriend. girlfriend I don't think you need a girlfriend every time. I feel like sometimes you just need like I I, I like I said I do agree with casuality, but I feel like I probably like I probably you know for you me just just sometimes right? casual stuff can casual stuff can extend. So for me like 
I've never been in a situation where I'm just casual with multiple, never. multiple women. No, oh, multiple, I have like, so, no, I I mean, you find the girl you no. like, you go after it. That's it. You're not doing any of this dating business. You're going to find this guy. You're going to get her. Uh, like for me now, like sometimes, yeah, I've, if I'm honest, yeah, I've been with girls. I just told them what I want from the start. Like, yeah, I like you, but it's not like that. But then obviously, but then it's just like, I just feel like with guys though, like, okay, alpha male. Guys have a tendency, man, to just, no, honestly, guys have a tendency to catch feelings. So do you? Oh, yeah. So, so, like, no, Irene, Irene. Tr- oh, man, trust me, man. Guys, uh, I we, know women We know do. they catch feelings. Oh, they just guys. be all up, and then they be all up in their feelings pretending like it's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but guys can be sensitive. You think women can? Or what do you think? Women are evil? Do you know? No, come on. Of course not. <laughs> okay. No, but I do agree with you, but I feel like, to be fair, uh, let me take myself out of it because I've never been in that predicament. Okay. I do agree with what you're saying. Well, I feel yeah, like no, sometimes cause... you need to be casual. I, I would yeah, overall, yeah. I, I would agree that you do need to be casual sometimes. It just depends on how many people you want to bring into your dynamic. So you've never been casual is what you're saying. Like you're, I, That's what I'm trying to ask you. You're like uh, a real relationship man. So if you like, okay, if you chew with a girl once or twice, is that casual? Seeing yeah. Casual? Yeah. Oh, okay. you make a girl. Oh, 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 I thought like <laughs> uh, no, but the casual doesn't have to be just be like, oh, we chilled once or twice, but it never went anywhere serious. So mm-hmm. Doesn't have to like. Be oh, you're just okay. getting a feel here and there. Like it's not. You don't, yeah. it, it doesn't always have to lead to straight to shagging or whatever. You're just kind of like dating. Yeah, dating. Just, That's like, what I'm saying. But dating, dating about, multiple casually, figuring yeah. out, getting to know the market. You're in a new city. You're not. Yeah, but Irene, but wouldn't you say like all that casual friends with benefits things like that wouldn't you say like it's very normal like it's kind of the normal trend for men in general you know and what do you think is acceptable as an alpha male that men should do that as an alpha male yeah well i feel like i don't want to hell oh, man let me put as my an alpha, right. well, let me pick my words right yeah uh, let me, go on let's we're listening rosie's like face men, is really on men you. have this and not all men, because I don't want to generalize. Okay. A lot of men have this mentality to conquer, if mm-hmm. I would say. A lot of, this menta- the- lot of men, when I say conquer, for example, uh, that viscosity, basically the V. A lot of men, mm-hmm. a lot of men, no, naturally, a lot of men, they like to, you know, they have this, this, this ego, this self-pride of, okay, yeah, you know, I'm on my, I'm on my shit, I'm doing my, my thing well, I can get with this girl today, get with this girl tomorrow, get with this girl on another day. And to be fair, probably, I wouldn't say since the start of time, but for hundreds of years, it's always been seen as, that's just what a man does. Until and you don't think women girl. do it? But women are I'm doing it now. Women, no, no, no. I'm not saying women don't do it. But I feel like over the years, it's been now more acceptable. Over the past 20, 30 years, it's more acceptable for women to kind of live the same lifestyle men yeah. live. You understand? Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying women doing it is wrong. I'm saying that, when men did it, it was seen as, okay, that's what men do. But now women do it now, over the past 20, 30 years, it's seen as, okay, women can do that too. For example, like, now you see a lot more women who keep, who keep se- several guys and maybe a week goes by and they're, and they're Xing one guy off the list and stuff like that. But back in the day, a lot of times it was mostly acceptable for men to sleep from women no, to accept- women. Acceptable doesn't mean was what happened. Women will have always been doing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like women are very, I feel like women are very, pro- very pros- like promiscuous. Like just we like this thing. Women are very, women, 
Women cheat too. Women cheat too. Women, how, how do we get here? How do we get here? Women cheat too. We didn't. We did. We're did, we not denying it. Like, we never say too. Yeah, they do. Where is this coming from? And the likelihood that they'll get caught is a lot less. You know, of course. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. But I, well, I asked you a question. As an alpha male, do you think men should be doing all that? Like, oh yeah, I'm a man and fuck bitches. Do. No. Do you like, no. Personally, I, I feel like there's times when you're when you're like you know, like you said, you're on your grind, and maybe a couple of girls might come come around. But I feel like me personally, I try not to involve myself too much in that lifestyle. I personally like there's a lot of men I really need to understand they're addicted to sex. A lot of I mean sex like is that. sweet. But I sex didn't sweet, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not like I'm Nobody not someone I hear that yeah I'm not I'm not someone that that's on my mind all the time because yeah, I like you like don't football, that's not for you. Yeah, football. But you had a question for Rosie. Do you remember where it was? Yeah, yeah. For Rosie, because she was saying something like um She's doing her own thing and she needs her man to be... What was the word she's again? She needs her man to understand that. Yeah. Um. Okay. I want to ask her a question, what her view is on this. What do you think a woman... Okay. What do you think it is for a woman to like... What do you think a woman has to provide for her man? What do you mean? I don't want to hear the, like, I don't want to hear the basic stuff of obviously sex and physical stuff. Oh, no. no. What do you feel like... This is what do you feel like a woman has to... I'm just asking you a question, like, in your opinion. <laughs> No, 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 I get that. But before yeah. I ask that question, I need to ask, I need to throw it back at you and say, yeah. what do you think a man should provide for a woman? I feel personally a man, a man always has to be a go-getter. A man always has to be someone who can make decisions. A man has to be someone that is about what he says. So if you say something to a woman, you got to do it. So that way she's going to respect you. I feel like a man has to hold a woman down when things are going tough and she might not have things going. She knows that there's someone who can, you know, carry her on her mm-hmm. shoulder. I think mm. a man has to do so. There's like a man has to sometimes be able to be. For me, it's 2020 now. I feel like a man needs to be able to cook. I know how to cook. I wouldn't expect. Hundred ten percent. so. I wouldn't necessarily expect. Like I don't want to be coming home every day and my woman is telling me, "Oh, baby, I made this meal for him." Like, what have you been doing all day? I can cook for myself. It's calm. Like, for I'm that kind of person too. But there are some men who are. I'm a bit cultural, but there's some men who are way cultural than me and would prefer their woman to cook for them all the time. Nah, not me. I'm not. That's not I'm cultural. Not like That's that. just. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like that necessarily. But I do believe that. Like, I I do believe that. Yeah, obviously. So to say I you're think... the head of the household, to say you're the head of the household is saying one thing, but you need to behave in that way. So for me, it's just like doing things to make your woman respect you, so she knows that there's certain things that you will not tolerate but also it's not about you just saying i don't tolerate it but if you're showing showing her like like good things and she's not reciprocating those good things and she's wasting your time when you're putting time into her then i feel like a man definitely has a right to be upset about certain things you understand i think there's a lot of men today that complain about oh you don't do this for me but then you know you have to think about what you're doing for your woman if you're comfortable in what you're providing to your woman Mm. but she, you feel like she's not providing the same thing then i feel mm. like a man has definitely has a right to have a problem with that yeah no i fair enough no no i get you because like i, I need do a, i need a man like that like you know i need a man that like is a man you know because like the yeah. same things the same foundations that you you're saying that you yeah. feel like a man should have um mm. wait you said that a man should have i feel like it, it's the exact same it goes yeah. both ways the mm. same things that i feel like everyone's like oh well a woman should have a b c and d i feel like 
if you if you think a man should have certain things, that's exactly yeah. the same things women should women oh, would have yeah. as well. So it's it's no like because like, I'm not gonna start being like, oh, they need to be able to do this, they need to be. If yeah, yeah. I need to be able to do 10, 50, you have to be able to match me straight up. There's no there's there's no you know qualms. There's nothing about it. Like I don't expect. If I'm coming home and you're like, oh, expecting me to cook or whatever, or whatever yeah. bullshit, I don't mind cooking for my mind. But man, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Fine, but it, it needs there needs to be an understanding that it's not just like a oh, that's my job thing. That's like an oh, art. of course, of course, that's of course. an us thing. Like, of course, yeah. yeah. There's no, I don't do the, I don't do, like the whole gender roles and this, this, this is not like if I if I should be able to do that's the shit that you should be able to do. If you if if you want to start saying like oh well then can you do this this is not show me and I'll be able to do it or I'll teach my damn self. Yeah. So, but you know but you say you say gender roles. Okay. I agree. I definitely agree in the sense of I feel like there's relationships nowadays it should I would see it more as like a par- a partnership even though like pe- there's a lot of women who like to say it should be 50-50, I don't agree with that. I don't think it should be 50-50. I actually feel like as a man, you need to be a certain position in your life where you can take care of a woman and you yes! can take care of a household. Good and boy! You can, yes! And you can, yes! And you can I'm do those sick things. to death of it. Protect and provide. But and one it. thing I will say is too, is like, if I'm providing for you, best bet I expect you to provide for me in the needs that I feel like should and be what provided. And what are the needs that men Such as... No, but I'm just saying, like, for example, he's like, he's like, I've never, I've never been in this situation, but I've talked to guys, for example, where, okay. where, like, for example, they, maybe, you know, maybe you know girls even that, you know, a man is doing his role, and you know, sometimes where, man, this is a tough one to say, but some women cut off the, you know, because they want to control. They feel like there's, there's a, this assumption. There is this assumption. Get you that I've every been man. No, no, let me, let me finish, let me finish. There is actually an assumption that you can control every man okay. by cutting off his access to the V. But when a man is an alpha male and he thinks on a higher level, what you have to offer in vagina doesn't mean nothing to him. You understand that? Well, he still mm-hmm. wants it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he still wants <laughs> to it, though. <laughs> no, 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 but if, for me, for me, if a man is bringing stuff to the table, making yeah. sure bills are paid for, he's, he's, he's taking you out, showing you good times, stuff like that, and you feel like, okay, there's certain things that uh, I'm going to cut off because I want to be able to control him. Yeah, as much as he wants it, I feel like for me personally, I'm not really, I'm not really about that. Like, I don't like to go back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been that in my relationship where you're arguing over each other, shouting at each other. I don't believe in back and forth. Like, there's certain things that my woman will expect of me as a man. And I will do my best to provide it. Yeah. I don't see that you're doing certain things that I feel like you need to provide for me as my wife because see I don't like to put girlfriend and wife in the same category for me a wife is a deeper thing to me you know so when you're my wife Ooh. there's certain things I would expect of you and a certain behaviors I would expect of you towards your towards your husband so for me if you're not if you're not doing that I don't need to have any arguments or discussions with you I would just let myself leave that dynamic, when you're ready to realize the things that you should have been doing and you didn't do, then okay, we're, we're gonna have a conversation again. But if you feel like you're doing nothing wrong, okay, yeah, we, we we both go our separate ways. It didn't work, it is what it is. You live and you learn, you know, you make sure you find the person that's compatible to you. And that's vice versa for 
women and men. Look, there's a lot of independent women today that like, quote unquote, very independent. They want a man to always match their energy. They want a man that makes, you know, this certain amount of money, this and that. And I have no problem with that. You can do that all you want. But at the end of the day, not everyone's always going to get that guy in the 10%. So you need to ask yourself that, okay, this guy treats me well. This guy might not have the most money in the world, but he, he provides for me those emotional needs that, you know, that he's catered for. He tries his best financially, stuff like that. But am I making him, am I making him feel a certain type of way because other men are making money? All my friends, men, all my friends, men are taking them out to the nice restaurants and stuff like that. You understand? So I feel like mm. by me talking to certain guys, there's certain men that go through those kind of things. And for me, like, I just don't believe you should ever simp to a female. That's just my word. Like, I don't feel a man should ever be a simp. I feel like a man, you need to respect yourself because when you respect yourself, it's easier for a woman to respect you. What's but no, but racist, we should what all respect you... ourselves. No, no, no. But like, what what is your definition of being a simp to a woman? Well, a simp to a woman is an example. Like, I use me as an example. So when I was young, the you know the unlucky guys that find themselves in a situation where. For example, a girl has a man already or she's had a man and they're going through things or they're breaking up and you're that guy that she, she cries on her shoulder. You're that guy when Valentine's Day comes, you're buying her flowers, gifts. You're that friend that, you know, you're listening. You're doing everything a boyfriend should be doing. You're doing for her and she's complaining to you about that boyfriend that who's not doing anything for her and he's treating her like shit. But let me finish. But you're treating her right and she knows, obviously that you like her, it's not her fault. I believe in taking accountability, it's your fault because you've been doing all this stuff. Clearly she doesn't like you, but you're, 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 you're such a simp that you feel like, oh, hopefully, you know, if I stick around one day, she'll, she's gonna see that Abdeen's is such a nice guy and maybe, you know, nah, that's what a simp does. A okay. simp is someone who's not about Okay, okay, okay. It's yeah. literally like heartbreak is lit and not lit. I mean, it happens to <laughs> lit, you know. No, but heartbreak, no, happens heartbreak, heartbreak can be lit. It, it makes you learn, yourself. isn't it? No, but you're not being simple, being yourself. If you be yourself for a lady, no, 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 no. But I get no, it, right? No, like, no. that's like the new common term for like guys who like, you know, kind of simp up, simp up themselves for women. And I get like the term of what it means yeah. and how they're like, yeah. you know, women have hurt men, guys are tired. Fair, right? But heartbreak happens. But like, you're not being a simp by being yourself. If you're nice to a girl, she's not. You know, that's how annoying. No, 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 but there's a difference. See, the thing is, uh, I, I definitely agree sometimes that nice guys do finish last. I would rather be a good guy than be a nice guy. I feel like there's a difference between a good guy and a nice guy. I feel like yeah, a be good a good guy. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice men are trash. Guy, not okay. yes. men I feel like a nice guy is never, yeah. Nice guys never know, like nice guys never usually know what they want. When a girl asks them a question, they're, they're too nice. They always want to say what she wants to hear. Tell me what you think. Like, if yeah, you don't have a brain, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, nice guys are never about their purpose. A good guy yeah, will tell no, you, be a good guy, tell you yeah. straight up about what it is he believes, what it is he wants to achieve, what it is he thinks exactly. that you and him can that's go to. And exactly. that's exactly, yeah. And since yeah. we're on the topic of relationships, it's time for a quick fire round where I'm going to ask you a lot a series of questions pertaining to relationships. Y'all are going to give me your thoughts, and I'll chime in too, Rosie, because I'm here. You know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Proceed. Go on, go on. Question number Uno. I was gonna say Uno, but I don't even know what language that is. <laughs> wow. 
So here's a quick question. Would yeah. you rather take a vow of celibacy or a vow of silence? Oh, that's for celibacy. Would you rather time. never ever, you know, put your things in places or would you rather just not speak so you can put your things in places? Celibacy. Rosie for fuck's sake. Man, we can't do the part if we we can't do the part. <laughs> It has to be silent. It has to be exactly. silent. Exactly. For me, I it's can't. Silent. I can't be silent. I'm sorry. I need. I'll do celebration. Yeah, okay. but you know, sex is sweet. I sex is like, sweet, but I'm sorry. Somehow. It's okay. No, I, would, I would say. Oh. I would say. I would say silence. You would take a vow of silence rather than vow. Wow. I can't. Go on, I like Irene. To talk, and you I also you. like myself. Choose so one: silence or celibacy. Come on. Um, I think I would choose silence. <laughs> Silence, wow. Am I okay? I like to enjoy. You like to okay. enjoy. I like to enjoy. Next right. question. Question Next number question. two. Would you rather go to a bar, mm-hmm. a club, a house party, or just stay home? So there's four options. I go oh, to a bar. You rather bar. go to a bar, a club, bar or house, or house are party? The best. The best. Because oh. the music is there and you have an opportunity to talk to people and I pull somebody else. I hear what you're saying. What you're saying. I like no. house parties. For me, it's vibe. between bars and house parties. Yeah, you know, no, no, bars, bars, bars. I prefer house bar, man. Because for me, clubbing is too, is too much. Clubbing is far too How, much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> house party isn't too bad. I quite like house parties. But bars are kind of like intimate. It's a bit of, it's a mixture of both. I, yeah, I kind of like that. I like that. I just, I just like genuine conversations. I feel like in a bar, you can actually have a genuine conversation mm. and not be distracted by the music or by other people doing like, doing other things around you. And generally bars don't always tend to be, you know, so small and, oh, and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do hear that. So question number three. <clears throat> Would you rather be rich and famous or be like in a relationship with somebody who's rich and famous? I would rather be, be rich, rich and famous. famous. Mm. All of you chose that. You know. What about you? If you're in a relationship, but I don't, but I don't want to be famous though, but I would like to I know, be rich. But it, I want to be rich yeah. and successful. Okay, so if we take the famous out, would you rather be rich or be the person, be with somebody who's be rich? rich? No, I would just rather be rich, yeah. Okay, rich. but if we put marriage in there, it's a bit more tied down. Oh, yeah? No, no prenuptial see. agreements. So would you what, what, what did I again? No, no, no You said no, no prenup. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So the money is <laughs> if you leave, the money is still with you. So would you okay. rather now, now saying that, would you rather be rich or be married to somebody that's rich? I'd rather be rich. Of course. Yes, yeah, I, I still I mean, you want are my money. Man. What did I you say? I want my money. I want my money. Yes. Yeah, Do you know what? <laughs> but, but but can I can I be a rich person but then spend their money as well? No, because you're a rich person, that's terrible. Yeah, but let's be honest. Though, most, most women who are, but most women who are with rich men are not going to complain about spending their man's money. So it is what it is, you know. <laughs> but Question yeah, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Five, I believe, or is it four? Got it. I don't even know. Um, would you rather yeah. be rich through inheritance or business? Business. Or business, because you'd appreciate it more. Yeah, I like that. I made that shit. I did that okay, shit. But- that was okay. all me. Okay, but I don't want. I don't like to stress myself. But I don't need to, you know. So if it's an inheritance, yeah, you can still invest it in businesses that make money for you. But it's inheritance just for you. No, so but, I think, yeah, 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 but I like the I idea. Of started from the bottom up, bottom. Now I'm now I, I, I like the idea of I'm rich. I've always been rich, and I. Live. <laughs> no, but Irene, I feel like it's, it's easier. It's easier to lose your wealth when you never really went through the process yeah. of making when the world. No, but you can, lose, you can, no, Abdeen, nah, Abdeen, Abdeen. No, uh, <laughs> you can lose your wealth even if you worked hard to build it. 
Yeah, exactly. But That's because of that previous hard work, you can always pick yourself up again. Yeah, and even though I didn't have to, I hadn't, I didn't have hard work. I know the lifestyle that I had, so I'm going to try and reattain it if I lose it. You get? Mm. So I think I would choose the inheritance personally. So. Yeah, the easy way in it is calm. Okay. <laughs> next question. Go on. The next question is: Would you rather spend five thousand pounds on traveling or a physical item? Traveling. Why Wait, would what you mean physical item? Like you have to be psychotic. You know, like what you buy Balenciagas for five k, where you could just travel. What's wrong with you? Traveling. It's a dumb question. Yeah, rather travel, would anybody man. choose a travel. physical item? Period. Travel. Now, some people would though, because you know, oh, some people want to show show I- off. Like, I will probably, no matter how rich I get, I don't think I will ever, ever buy shoes that cost five grand in my life. <laughs> and then you get robbed. You can't be robbed of your experience if you're going you. I'm sorry. At least, nah. Next question is, would you rather never have sex again or never kiss again? Never kiss again. What, what, what kind of question? Oh. Is that? Irene, I already know which one you're going to choose. But I don't no, know I know either. what I'm choosing. What I'm doing was like, what kind of stupid? I quite no, like but obviously, kissing. of course, I'm gonna choose the sex, I not the kiss. Like, like kissing, so, though. but Irene, for example, now, if you had a, if you're if you're married and like, and then they say, okay, kiss your wife, rest of your life, or just have sex. Of course, I'm gonna choose have sex. How am I gonna reproduce by just kissing? Like, come on. Listen, man, don't like lipsing already. No, I like lipsing. I like li- no, if you have that good connection. Well- if you I have like lipstick can... already, so oh, you was... don't. Yeah, <laughs> this was clear, crystal easy. Well, know. are you are you like are you like an awkward kisser or something? No, I just why you oh saliva is locked, you know. What are you talking about, all Irene? Your saliva or your Irene? Or your Irene, let me tell you something. The day you meet that guy, yeah. I you told be, her this. You've been nipsing him for days. I told her no, this. I what I mean. guy, I've, I've been in Lahore. Yeah, enjoying. Yeah, and I the guy finished. Well, nice I don't, I don't need to do it if I don't need to do it. She'll get it. What do you mean I you don't, don't need to do it if you don't need to do it? Like, okay, I'm in love with you, yeah? So to, yeah. the way we, we show love is kissing. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll do it because I love you. But now yeah. I'm not. I'm single now. I'm meeting people. I'm getting to know someone. I don't need... Why are you kissing me? Stop. Okay, do you know what? I'll choose mine. No, I don't need to do it. No kissing. No. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not right. even trying to get to... Next wait, wait, question. hold on. I need to ask this question. I need to ask it. not trying to get to... But if I'm, if I'm single and I'm hooking up with a girl and, like, and she's trying to kiss me while we're doing our thing and I'm like... Hey, you don't get up off, man. Most, most women aren't going to like that. Come into most women, Most women would, would, not even, would not even tolerate that. Do you have manners to be kissing, man? I don't know you. I know that, yeah, okay, we're already doing this stuff, so, you know, so it's bad. But I don't know you. Don't bring your mouth. Enough. Next Sorry, question. that's just how I feel. Come on. Okay, so, Next so question. So the mouth is more valuable quick than fire, the... Quick fire, lads. Quick fire, lads. That's Come true. On. It's actually quick fire. Would you rather Next. not shower for a week or not brush your teeth for a month? Oh, a month. <laughs> do you know what? Not shower for a week. Not shower for a week. Because I don't know if I can do Oh, oh your teeth look like after one month of no I can't, I can't. Oh. I can't even eat, Irene, unless I brush my teeth. That's Are you kidding awesome. me? I can't. I'm so I can't do it. I but then, but Irene, one week without bathing is a long but time. Irene, imagine I use not wipes. bathing for one week. I use week. wipes for a week. I no, use I can, wipes I think I, Yeah, I can not share for one I, I feel like... Because one, one week is quick. One, no, guys, no, but I stay in my house. One week is quicker than one month, guys. One month of no brushing is Okay, but Irene, I'm not trying to be bad. If we kept it equal, what would you choose? Not brushing for a week and not showering for a week. Yeah, but I always felt like in school, a lot of these 
people they were used to not showering for a week so is, uh, no that's like... i can't do it <laughs> no it's the fact though like <laughs> so I, for me it's brushing my teeth I no, can you imagine sitting in your own self thinking hmm, what is that <laughs> is, is that me is, is that me yeah no, no, no. Is that me? Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Okay, what what did you choose, Irene? Oh yeah, um, teeth. Teeth is gonna have to suffer for something. Yeah, man. Yo, I can't do it. I can't. I literally. So you brush I for one month. No, I, for a week. If it was, a, I said, if I kept it even, a week, and oh. I wouldn't brush my teeth. All right. Next question. Next question is: Would you rather lose the ability to hear or the ability to walk? Uh, with the ability to hear. Oh yeah, no, I have to walk. I need to be going. I yeah. may not be able to hear, but I can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but sure. I love music. Oh, so the ability to walk. I think. I love I music. Love I can hear music ever again. Yeah, but what if I ring you like <laughs> you can't even hear nothing, and someone's cussing you the hell out? And you're just mm-hmm. smiling. <laughs> <laughs> you can read lips. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, right. I love Next. music. I'm gonna have to not walk again. Yeah, I love music too, but I can't sacrifice my legs, man. Forget. Yeah, it. Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. You, no, he's yeah, like Nassau. Yeah. You guys are young with that one. <laughs> right. Next. Would you rather be happy and content but not achieve much, or never be satisfied but achieve? Oh much? no no no! Oh no no! no. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? Hey, nah, 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 nah. You need to dash that happy. Would and you rather be happy and content but not achieve much? I'm sorry, or the never second be one. Satisfied but achieve so many things. I'll achieve a lot. Oh, you'll never be satisfied. Oh, no, no, I'll, I'd rather be. I would rather no, be I happy. Feel like that's life anyway. no, no, exactly. You're never satisfied. You're yeah, always striving for more, no matter what. So the second one, I'm already living. The, I'm already uh, living a life anyway. Are you listen, kidding? I'm already yeah, living that life. Why do we need to be content? Yeah, it's but <laughs> have but, a lot. But Rosalind, but Rosalind, that's you though. You're striving for more all the time. There's people who sit in their house every day and they don't strive for more all the time. So yeah, they're content and happy. Yeah, exactly. That's perfectly fine. But I'm not. I'm. I'm this. I'm already the second person. So I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going until I get to a point where I'm content. So the other one, keep going. I, I'd rather. I don't know. Uh, happy and content is is cool for me if I'm still like surrounded by you know people that matter. If I'm just, we well, haven't achieved I'm just anything. Striving, 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 and then I get to a point where I'm just successful as fuck. But I look around and it's always an empty house. It means nothing to me. It's always an empty house. No, what? But you you've achieved. You'd have achieved what you wanted, though. It's, yeah, it wouldn't be- I want to be, but if I'm honest with you, as much as I want to be a pro footballer, but if, pro, if, if God said to me now, Abs, be the best footballer in the world, but you're going to have to sacrifice your, your personal relationships, sacrifice your family relationships and stuff like that, I would dash football in a heartbeat. Hmm. The last Fair question enough. is very weird to prepare yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> would you rather lose your genitalia or lose your eyes? Show me your jet. Nah. What? <laughs> 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 no, there's this weird song. I, oh, man. Anyway. So, would um, you rather just not have your vagina or penis, but have your eyes, or have no eyes, but have your vagina or penis? Mm, so, basically, yeah, but what if? But be able to, you know, have it. Or not have what it. If you, I mean, what if you have. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. 
I know what Irene's choosing from. Uh, what does that mean? Like, no, you don't no, know. No, because Irene, let's be honest here. You don't want to, if you're blind, you don't want to be sleeping with, like, the naughty professor, fam. You want to be sleeping. You, no, you know what? The naughty professor might be able no. to put Yeah, that's what I was about to say. No, Irene, Irene <laughs> is choosing <laughs> blind. Are you kidding me? Irene is choosing no eyes. You don't know what you don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to choose, choose no eyes, eyes as well. I would choose no eyes. I don't I need, need the eyes, eyes. from... I need the genitalis. Yeah, have you watched that movie, Ray, man? He had no eyes, but man was getting girls, man. So, <laughs> you yeah. the voice, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is all. Yeah, that's it. Weird questions. Quick fire round, even though not much of it had to do with relationships. But anyway. Huh. But we move. Thank you, Abdeen, for coming on and chatting Thank you weird so stuff much. with us about parents, relationships, jobs, yeah. careers, life. Thank you. And yeah, before you go, how do you know Rosie? How do I know Rosie, man? Rosie, I they live in the same estate. Well, both you guys girls. lived in the same. We lived in the same estate. estate. Yeah. Our parents, our moms were friends, I think, yeah. and me yeah. and his little sister were friends back in primary yeah. school. Oh, yeah. this world is oh, too small. You know, so yeah. Back in the but Rosie, didn't you like? Didn't you go to Mercy for a bit? No, no, I only went to Saint Oliver's, the primary oh, school, and, okay. the, and then I went off to. We moved to Calvin. Oh okay, Cavan. Yeah. Wow, Cavan. What? What's? It's Cavan. Okay, it's Cavan. Pretty much similar to. I have. I've only been to Cavan like once, and I passed you on a bus, so I don't know really. <laughs> well, no. I went to school there, and it's the ghetto, but we love it. That's rude. So it's yeah. completely. It's not the same as Navin. It's literally like. No, it's just. It's just fields so with like cattle and stuff. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. Like the town, the town is similar to Navin. Like, why are you, okay. you asking? Like, sound, the town, the sound, towns are similar. <laughs> I beg. The towns are. Like, the towns what are town similar. What are you talking about? Cabin Town is the same as Navin. It's fine. <laughs> ah, ah! Just, just on the small scale. Behave. Behave. Now she got a rep. She got a rep her town, man. She got a rep her town. Nah. I know you're trying to. But what, okay, what? I'm not so trying. In Tesco, you need to stop it yesterday. Look, stop what do you guys? It's all the same. It's all. The it's same. not. I beg. I beg. <laughs> it's all the same. Leave me. Yeah, but Bally James stuff is where you are from, and it's a. Like, uh-huh. So that's why a town, town, town is Cabin Town. Yeah, but Cabin Town is not like Navin Town. Irene, Irene, what? Bali what? Bali what? Bali James, Bally James Dorf. Dorf. <laughs> Bali James and Dorf. <laughs> Bali James Duff. Bali James Duff. But yeah, like you guys are still keeping me here. I'm off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming. Abdeen, all the way from Malta. Coming with that shit. Bye. Love y'all. Until next week. Bye. Peace. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye.